are listening to the Sage Advice podcast. The Sage Advice podcast. Welcome to our podcast Sage Advice for a better life. You've been listening to our episodes and thank you so much for joining us all over again. Today we are going to be in conversation with Sharnaz doctor who's got 30 years of experience working with the various mental health issues. But today what we want to talk about is something very relevant to the COVID-19 times. It's always been relevant. We've always felt lonely at one point in our lives or the other. Yes, there is a fine line between lonely and solitude. I always used to muse about this. Solitude is something that you enjoy because you're happy within yourselves, you're happy with your company, and it's time for you to introspect take a break from the crazy world on the outside but what about lonely lonely is a feeling that can be extremely alienating isolating and especially in these covid-19 times but younger people can find several entertainments connections ways of staying in touch with each other work is partly on what about the elderly that is exactly what we want to discuss with sharnaz doctor today we want to address the issue of loneliness and how it is impacting our senior citizens that section of the population that unfortunately though should be cherished looked after revered and it is in some circles in some areas of our uh, country and some families but in general there is a lot of indifference there is a lot of lack of understanding and sensitivity towards their needs and loneliness is something that is becoming a bit of a challenge so let me open our conversation today with the sharnaz doctor welcoming her as one of our sages shanaz welcome thank you for coming on to this podcast though reluctantly but we are happy to have you and we want to start today's conversation by talking about this loneliness factor you know we've been already discussing off air for over an hour and a half and in fact for so many days and our heart goes out to our elderly and uh, when i When I you know start thinking about this Sharnaz my immediate memories go back to my grandmother maternal because I spent a lot of time with her and uh, she and my grandfather practically raised me and uh, being in their care being in their presence enjoying the wonderful food that she cooked and then my grandfather an absolutely amazing hard working disciplined man who set such good ethics and examples for us to follow that um, even to this day after many years of their passing on i think um, i feel their presence and i feel their love and i think we all have these fond memories for our grandparents but then i think that's one of the reasons one connectors that puts you and i together when we look at loneliness among the old folk so um, lead us into this conversation i want you to define it for us first of all and um, tell us what are the signs and uh, how is it impacting 
Thank you, Inderjeet, and hello, friends. And uh, as Inderjeet rightly pointed out, loneliness is something that we all feel at some point in our lives. All of us go through it, but it's the elderly who are particularly vulnerable in feeling lonely. And how do you define loneliness? So, loosely, loneliness can be defined as a feeling of emptiness, deprivation. or sadness which is brought on by a lack of communication companionship or relationship with other people and loneliness in elderly is particularly an area of concern because loneliness can aggravate cognitive decline mental decline it can aggravate alzheimers it can increase the speed of alzheimers or dementia in the elderly and as you rightly said inderjeet we in most circles we revered the elderly mm-hmm. we have fond memories of them we look up to them but most of the time we all focus on the physical health yeah i think that's you know, a that's a very important thing you pointed out we constantly are worried about the medical checkups the medication we are very अवेयर के हाँ उनको सहारे की ज़रूरत है उनको थाम के चलना है उनकी दवाइयों का ध्यान रख लें लेकिन उनके अंदर उनके मन में जो चल रहा है स्पेशली वेन वी लुक एट हाउ लोनली द गेट समाइम्स यू नो द इमेज ऑफ अफ एन एल्डरली सीनियर सिटीजन लुकिंग आउट ऑफ द विंडो हेल्पलेसली कूपड अप इन दैट अपार्टमेंट और दैट हाउस फॉर द लास्ट थ्री मंथ्स इज एनी बडी एक्चुअली पेइंग अटेंशन टू दैम apart from their physical needs it's a it's a very important area you're pointing to so yeah please and in the covid pandemic when mm. all of us are f- so focused on the pandemic and the effects of that pandemic on our day to day lives mm. we focus more on the physical aspect although in the past month month and a half uh, there is lot of awareness being generated about the mental health issues right but how many of that is focused towards the elderly hmm hum hame naujawanon ki to badi fikr ho rahi hai ke you know so and so uh, why are they suddenly increase in attempts to end their life by the youngsters or oh, the youngsters are worried about their exams but yes nobody is paying attention to the elderly and their mental health because we expect that the elderly are mature hmm. they have lived a full life been there done that so they should be fine they should they should deal with their emotions or their issues and they would be able to deal with it in a much better way and i think most so of the time we do not feel the need to address their yeah. mental or emotional health right and and so and because they keep quiet they don't say much they're not really they're so absorbent and resilient or at times not resilient but they but they say acha ye mera beta hai pareshan hai or my children are going through a rough patch or my grandchildren are going through a very tough phase so let me not sort of impose my challenges and issues and what's going on in my mind on them it will just add to their tension and i think they continue to make this silent sacrifice for a lot of the younger people don't they yes they do and the silent sacrifice also increases their sense of isolation and alienation hmm 
Yeah, I can imagine, you know. Which again could lead to uh, various other mental health issues. Hmm. And and like depression. And and uh, what what areas do you feel are normally neglected? Because you know, one immediate area again uh, as a as a as an observer the first thing that comes to my mind is that uh, when we enter our house for example i come back from work and i've interacted with a few people the first thing is you take a shower before you go in and i think for a month or two months i avoided uh, getting close to my own mother because i know she's diabetic and um, and i i haven't hugged her in two months i just realized and and i think a lot of the elderly are going through this phase wherein uh, they they must be looking for that little physical intimacy in terms of a hug a hold especially when they see their children and their grandchildren they are very attached to and they can't hold them hug them must be wreaking havoc on their minds absolutely physical touch is a very very important part of mental health hmm physical touch hugs helps release feel good hormones in the brain right which because of this pandemic as i said earlier all of us keep focusing on the physical health right on the physical consequences but we neglect the mental the emotional needs so uh, can you And can the, you give us a list we are most yeah. vulnerable hmm. to this so um, what are exactly the other areas where we feel their mental health is uh, getting impacted and in in what different ways because uh, you must be getting plenty of cases and a uh, lot of people must be discussing this with you who are elderly and and are they able to uh, express themselves or is it usually some younger person in their family who takes this lead and opens up to you how is it happening because i feel that they they are missing their friends they are missing their routines their walks and and they are cooped up in the house because everybody feels the elderly like you already pointed out are physically more vulnerable so let's restrict their movement and some of them who can move around who are golfing or playing cards every day their routines are suddenly totally taken away from them and the other day i was talking to an elderly who actually broke down and she says what do you want write us off take our rights to uh, a good life away you know how many years do we have so when these questions come to you you are actually divided whether to protect them because they are way above 65 which is a vulnerable age for um, as per who and various other guidelines because so many public places like showrooms and clubs are not entertaining them so what do they do and uh, i i want you to uh, throw some more light on this you know how do we handle this how do we go ahead with the meeting and talking and and sort of consoling them or how do we make up for what they have lost in this uh, pandemic that's so true indrajit but the physical distancing or the social distancing as it is is called has impacted the elderly in such intense ways mm-hmm. the way forward could be you know to reach out the elderly need to reach out for help mm-hmm. they should be assured that talking about you know it should be they should be reassured 
that talking about their feelings, their fears, mm-hmm. is natural. Right. And and uh, how about uh, you know? Okay, first they have to speak up about it, but then uh, what sort of a this eases their anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and what sort of a reassuring uh, tone should be adopted, and and what should be the response? Because a lot of the people, a lot of people are busy with their own problems. Ajay, मेरे को अपना job का देखना है. Youngsters are worried about their exams, and they are going about their business in the house, and the older person is just quietly watching them, bottling it up inside, right? So, what sort of reassuring tone needs to be adopted? And it'll be great if you could. um discuss uh, any particular case that's actually come up and uh, you know somebody who's who's actually uh, pulled themselves together through this pandemic yes uh the tone the there does not have to be a specific tone all of us are busy with our lives with our problems but i'm sure that you know each one of us can spare at least a few minutes in a day mm-hmm. to connect with the elderly right. whether they are in the family or in the neighborhood or some relative mm-hmm. just talking with them even the usual talk listening to them listening to them with compassion even if they are you know all that they have to talk about is their physical ailments or their loneliness mm-hmm. it makes them feel heard it reassures them that they are not alone yeah i think um, it's very important that for them that goes a long way yeah to be visible and not to be invisible extensions of the house they they are living beings who who ha- still have a heart and soul and and they need to be heard and like you said time quality time spent with them at times can really make a difference can make their day even if an hour or two hours you're able to make sure that you're giving them your fullest attention and uh, you're listening to them empathetically uh, let me share a case with you yeah uh, this is a client who came to me a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, she was in her mid 60s right a divorcee and a single child of her parents Mm-hmm. She was the primary caretaker of her parents in their final days. Okay. And uh, once her parents expired, mm-hmm. you no, know, it left a void in her life. Yeah. Because from being a primary caretaker, you know, the whole day just going and taking care of her parents to absolutely having nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started having anxiety attacks, panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And her constant negative thought was that what will happen to me right hmm. when i grow old who will look after me mm-hmm. what if i am bedridden what if i fall ill and this negative thinking you know kept on mm-hmm. increasing to a point where her panic attacks became very severe okay uh, she started feeling lonely and those feelings of loneliness got even more aggravated with this kind of thinking mhm and uh, she was an introvert by nature so she did not have friends her upbringing was such that she was always in the house did mm-hmm. not socialize much did mm-hmm. not go out much although she was a multi talented lady okay so through therapy she did manage to 
start going out learning new things you know uh, involving herself in various issues uh so that's interesting meditation started yoga okay and uh, at a point came out of her panic attacks okay so i think that's a very the, important thing that you pointed out because i want to pick it here and and maybe highlight it before we move ahead uh you talked about hobbies so i think it's a very important thing probably to revive things that you love to do and the other physical and mental um, exercise bit you know getting into yoga getting into so i think uh what you mean is that if anybody who's right now cooped up and feeling lonely and and feeling low and down the best way to pull yourself up would be to first start taking interest in life around them the way it is happening you know like you said yoga and exercise and reaching out to people connecting with them um, so apart from that reviving a, an old hobby right so i'm i'm actually underlining these points so that our listeners can actually note them down and share them with people around them if they find someone in the family who is feeling low these are these are some invaluable tips and what she's discussing is an actual patient who probably from a caretaker to her aging parents who passed on and with the fear of herself contracting some disease and uh, getting bedridden got back into uh, i would say full love with the life again and she she i think is uh, now living with full zest and zeal and enjoying herself is is that uh, how it is uh she's uh, yes uh, she may not be uh, very exuberant anymore but she's uh, definitely at much more at calm and peace with herself oh okay she does not uh, react uh, strongly and negatively to every situation or every small problem mhm and uh, she's done so well in this 3 months of the pandemic Oh yeah that's Every that's time. actually important somebody who's had years of uh, problem and then therapy how does that person go through the pandemic yeah please please share that journey of hers she continued with the techniques that were taught to her during therapy to stay mm-hmm. calm okay trying to change the negative thinking to positive mhm the changes that she had brought about in herself she continued working on them during the pandemic great no doubt there were she had her bad days when you know the loneliness would get to her little yeah. too much for her mm-hmm. to bear her mm-hmm. worries and her tensions would kind of overwhelm her right but uh, what was a the positive in this whole thing and what was a very good thing was you know this whole fear of what happens to me when i am alone or if i'm oh when i become old and i'm infirm or i fall ill mm-hmm. that to a very large extent got addressed because a few of her neighbors would inquire after her okay so so they would inquire whether she needed anything she oh. needed any grocery she needed help mm-hmm. and that was something very reassuring for her right so so she built a community of people who cared for her who would look out for her and i think that actually makes a lot of difference so i think if any of our listeners are living right in the neighborhood of an elderly couple who might not be taking the chances and going out to get their groceries and shop and they are they are scared they're worried and they're alone 
then maybe just knocking at their door ringing a bell and asking once in a while would be probably the good deed of the day that you could do and maybe take turns to spend an hour or so chatting up with them and inquiring about their lives and like this lady in question i think you can help a lot of people who might be battling loneliness somewhere and shanaz when we talk about this i think a lot of loneliness comes with the retirement and and uh, things like uh, your routine taken away and so many other things happen and uh, would you like to touch upon that loneliness because a lot of people might have just recently retired and then suddenly this pandemic came in and um, it's it's even uh, sort of uh, made the situation even more difficult to put up with yes retirement uh, could be one of the main causes of loneliness mm-hmm. and in the, in this pandemic lot of senior citizens who were still working right i have realized that they have been compulsorily retired in fact they are the first segment to be laid off right and and yeah oh okay so the loss of a job hmm. loss of livelihood hmm that loss itself is anxiety provoking yes more and about that you know the routine of the day to day routine of work life Hmm. That's such a When safety that ring. Stops, yeah, that's such a safety ring, and that's right. such a comforting thing for a senior citizen. And you go out, you travel, you meet colleagues, you interact with people. Mm-hmm. It's a different ball game when you know you are at home seven days a week compared to a weekend. Yeah. And this is where the seeds of loneliness are planted. yeah and i think worthlessness yeah feeling worthless and not useful because not many people are immediately able to oh i've thought about gardening travel hobbies which i couldn't pursue oh i'm going to join that art class paint dance or learn whatever i wanted to i think a lot of people lack that sort of uh, drive or zest and especially in the indian mindset wherein you've worked all your life so hard for your children and unfortunately you retire and you're still looking at the same children watching them get busy with their lives and you feel that now that you're done you you suddenly have uh, forgotten because you never learned in the last 30 years how to enjoy yourselves and all that you've probably saved up and earned and and uh, when you don't know how to enjoy and you don't have any other routine you really feel very helpless hopeless and actually uh, clueless what to do next so what should what should such people do after retirement how do you suggest they should cope with this basically they definitely need to have some sort of a routine although they are retired if they get involved with certain social causes mhm no volunteering is a very is a volunteering for issues or for causes mm-hmm. gives them a renewed sense of purpose yeah and i think uh, you're right because i i've seen and met a lot of people who um, you know when they climb up the maslow's uh, hierarchy pyramid also when they reach that self actualization thing then they then they actually want to give back 
they really want to give back uh, to the society and i think involving yourself with an ngo or a social uh, cause raising your voice maybe you can write well you write you can talk you talk you go ahead lend a helping hand or maybe um, i've seen so many of these retired army personnel taking charge of uh, ashrams and um, ngos and yeah old people's homes there's so much work to be done where uh, you can actually get busy and i think i think I you you with given the quality of health these days you define your age of retirement nobody sets it for you right and this gives also a sense of purpose to them yeah they feel validated mm-hmm. they feel the accepted loved these are important aspects to keep loneliness at bay you are again meeting new people you mm. are interacting with people right and this also helps in uh, retarding the progress of cognitive decline yeah i think that's something you mentioned very quickly in the beginning and uh, i think you've reiterated that also a lot of these uh, degenerative uh, situations like alzheimers and others they they are, they are actually stalled if you are mentally physically active busy and that's why you were saying uh, one needs to be reading a lot and engaging in mental activity and having a routine because um, the muscle you stop moving starts to degenerate right beat the brain so having a positive attitude towards life goes a long way in achieving these goals hmm a lot of elderly kind of give up on life yeah the will so that, to will to go on is important resistant to change also there is no will to want and this is the area where grandchildren especially oh are a very important link yeah i think they are the they are the bright spot Ket, in their day hmm kehta hai na asal se sood pyara hota hai yeah bilkul so a point that a a friend or a their own children may put across to them they may be resistant to yeah. accepting it mm-hmm. but a grandchild putting forth the same point and they will readily accept it yeah i think with a smile and probably the grandchild earns a chocolate for being a smart kid you know the uh, most common example i can think of uh, about uh, this aspect uh, indrajit you would be surprised mm-hmm. is the use of technology oh yes most elderly people or middle aged elderly people mm. are not conversant with technology or comfortable with technology yeah yeah i mean i think we all And feel a little uh, technologically challenged but when you give the same uh, Uh, thing to figure out to a little 5 year old they are so quick with their hands and fingers and you tell your elderly parents or grand parents hmm. or others that you know maybe you need to learn how to use the phone or the computer yeah. and their initial immediate reaction is i can't get the hang of it jane do this is not my age mm-hmm. but a grandchild puts the same thing across not only will they accept it they will learn it faster from the grandchild oh certainly or a younger person oh yes yes i've seen so many grandparents i think the first friend request on a social media platform like a facebook or something it's usually with the grandchild and it's the grandchild telling them how to post their pictures how to like and how to comment and i think they will happily learn and then probably graduate to a smartphone just because they are getting those uh, 
time uh, that time for bonding and closeness and proximity and and that connection with the grandchild i think they they're mostly yearning for that connection and uh, and all that excitement is because um, this is something that they start to miss because their children have grown up and got busy and the grandchildren are the bridge to their memories i guess and that connection becomes even more relevant and important in today's time of covid-19 mm-hmm. where the need to connect yeah is so strong amongst all of us yes but it's the elderly who do not verbalize this yeah and they they don't verbalize a lot of the pain at times also and of course that's an other topic and i think in these covid times we don't want to discuss that today but shanaz I think uh, whenever an elderly is suffering any kind of silent abuse whether it's mental or physical or otherwise it's usually the grandchild who calls out you know who who actually reaches out with an SOS call uh, and I think you must have experienced that also so I think that bond is very special and uh, in the covid times these grandchildren you got to take a little more responsibility and uh, make sure that they are making it work with their grandparents and connecting with them but when you talk about retirement shanaz there's another aspect you are listening to the sage advice podcast